<laughs> What's going on? Oh, that was so funny. Sean, you shouldn't do that to our audience. You just can't get enough of it, huh? It's not fair. It. <laughs> it's not fair. I, I know what I was trying is... to show the logo and I slipped and my face fell right in the camera. Oh, that's what it was. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> real, it's real slippery in that room, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. with the slippery carpet floors. Yeah. Yes. What's hey. going on, gentlemen? How are we? Good, good. Man. How are you? Look good at your you background. Guys. I'm liking it. I know. I got, yeah, I got a, I made, made a background for once. Yeah. In, for once in our two and a half years of streaming. I, uh, made a <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's well, great, you dude. Have a place you're settling Thank down you. in for a little bit, you know. It's kind yeah, of- it's true. I'm, I do travel quite a bit, so it does make it tough. I, I, I will say last winter I could have done it. I just didn't. I just, you know, I was I was in one place for at least a, a few months. I could have done it, but, That's good. you know, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> What's really fun is I can look at every single collectible in your background. I know exactly where you got it and when you got it. <laughs> That's how close we've been for the past two years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about this one? Which one? I can't even see it. I can't. It's, it's, uh, it's the, the Yes album vinyl by... Oh! Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. everybody's telling us about that, but I wasn't there for that one. <laughs> so Sean about 90% of the collectibles behind you... <laughs> Yes, no, you, you've, been, you've been you've been a part of, of a lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what were you doing today? We're starting we're starting a new thing. We're doing a new thing, guys. So some people may have seen our newsletter, which is the collector's corner. Uh, now we're doing a video version of it called the digital collector's corner. Yeah, digital yeah. collector's <laughs> corner. Yes. Yeah. The idea we're gonna we're gonna try to do this every couple of weeks, and we're gonna try to update you guys on more specifically what's going on in the world of digital collectibles. I know a lot of our content recently has been physical uh, collectible focus, so we're definitely trying to prioritize doing more of the digital stuff. So we want to jump back more to digital collectibles with everybody, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. especially with the with the market. The markets are starting to turn around. You know, the, yeah. the excitement is back. Yeah. So you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're starting. We're starting. Oh, oh. Speaking of what? What happened today, Spencer? Oh yes, oh yes. Today the Bitcoin ETF was finally approved. Yeah, wow. this is very wow. But Spencer, very what does that mean? <laughs> Essentially, what this means and why this is significant is that now really big financial institutions like pension funds or you know hedge funds or uh, you know big government agencies, things like that, they're actually going to be able to invest in Bitcoin uh, itself, not like a derivative Bitcoin like they previously were with the. Um, the grayscale like Bitcoin trust, they're actually gonna be able to invest in the asset itself um, in a safe way uh, that wasn't really possible before. You know, before, you know, if an institution wanted to buy, you know, a billion dollars worth of cryptocurrency or something like that, uh, you know, they'd have to deal with custodying that themselves. And But hopefully this is gonna pave the way to some more ETFs for some other cryptocurrencies as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get one for Ethereum and, and there's been talks about like Ripple and you know some of these other big big cryptocurrencies. So I think we'll probably start seeing some more approvals soon, which I think is just going to keep putting pushing things higher. Um, and hopefully means that more you know cryptocurrency is going to be purchased to then be like locked away for a long time in these like you know big in- investment and retirement funds. Wow. Hopefully, wow, that's awesome. price goes up. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to probably start seeing uh, a lot of like applications for these other types of ETFs happening soon because they feel, yeah. I think, you know, SEC hopefully is lighting up. Uh, also very funny. I don't know if you guys saw that guy against their, they claim that the SEC Twitter account got hacked yesterday. Oh, that but, was <laughs> But yeah, Gary Gensler a day early tweeted out saying that the ETF was approved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they tried to cover it up and they got hacked. But I think, I think somebody in their social media just like, 
misscheduled the tweet. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> no offense, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, good thing is voting, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, good, good old good old Gary. <laughs> well, that's very exciting news, which could potentially help kickstart the bull market. Is that mm-hmm. possible, Spencer? I mean, things have already been moving. So Yeah. Who could never be sure? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say I um I don't think that I don't think that like it's all all good times here. Um oh, can't hear him at all. Well, hey Sean, how's it going, buddy? How are you doing? Oh, we're leaving this in. We're no, leaving, we're this in. leaving this in. Spencer just walked away from our recording. <laughs> phone. All right. Cool. Hey, good thing well, this wasn't a live stream, huh? <laughs> Dude, that'd be great if this was a live stream. <laughs> like, well, what does everyone think about the news? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> everyone out there, just hang out. Don't worry. Spencer's coming. Don't, Don't worry. worry. He's coming. Don't worry. The pizzas are coming. <laughs> Spence? Spencer? Spencer? Where'd Spence? you go? Ah! Spencer? Ah! Are you there? I'm scared. Spencer. Spencer sucks. <laughs> screwed us. <laughs> he screwed everything. Oh. Are you excited Should for this? Leave. <laughs> we just cancel and we never talk to Spencer again. We just ghost him for like a just week. Ghost him for like <laughs> next year. No edit happened here. Uh-uh. Spencer's back. Yay. Um. So uh, I will say that I don't necessarily think that this is like the full bull run. Like I, I do think that there's a good chance that like once this big run up happens, we're gonna see like a thirty percent pullback. Like I don't, I don't think that's yeah. entirely unlikely. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be all up from here. Um, just looking at past cycles, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's gonna take a little more, I think, for for crypto to really turn around. But there's so many big. Uh, you know, uh, catalyst on the horizon. I mean, the the Bitcoin having is coming up this year as well, which is always yeah. a huge, huge uh, you know indicator for where price is going. Usually, usually after the having. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Only time will tell. But uh, things are exciting nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, especially Ooh. with the Apple Vision Pro being released on February second. Like that's yeah, yeah. We'll definitely talk more about that next episode. But man, that's <laughs> that they released a commercial. Did you guys see the commercial for it? I yeah. didn't see the commercial. Oh. oh, dude, it's great. I enjoyed it. It's fun. <laughs> Kevin, what do you think? It's okay. It's an Apple commercial. It's just yeah. like a lot yeah. of the Apple commercials. They're not bad. Yeah. They're never bad, but it's just like you've seen it. You know exactly yeah. what it's yeah. going to be. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just like, I, for me personally, it's just exciting to see a commercial for the product that we've been excited about for the past two or three years. You yeah. know, there's been so much speculation on this thing, and it's finally coming out on February 2nd. Apparently, there's only going to be a half a million to a million produced the first year yeah, and yeah. They're, ho- they're hoping to have 10 million by 2026 yeah so and that's yeah, the, that's the first be, year so like the, first, the first batch initially it's going to be impossible to get it's yeah yeah it's gonna be very very difficult yeah so yeah. time to flip flip flippity flip <laughs> yeah, you can get your you hands get on one uh, that's yeah. a quick flip. You get one yeah, flip specifically get money back on markets one. yeah yeah well yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. Because that's only U.S. only for the first. It's only, yeah, it's, is, it, is U.S. and Canada or just U.S.? I think it's just U.S. Just U.S. So yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about this. It's like 
everybody in the world who wants to be able to build for this product and actually test for it and build, you know, experiences, you actually need one to be able to do that testing. So, you know, if only people in the U.S. are going to be able to get their hands on it, people are going to be willing to pay a premium for it, you know, outside the U.S. in order to get their hands on it to be able to start doing that testing. So, yeah, that's a good point. So that brings us to something else. A giveaway. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So this is yeah. going to end this week. We're giving away a rewind graded early print of Elf. Yes. And we are collaborating with Rewind to give this away to a lucky winner. Yeah. And we started mm-hmm. this right before Christmas. Too. Look yeah. at it. He's so it's good. Early extended print. Christmas giveaway. Yep. Yeah. Toys R Us sticker on it. Very cool. Cool light spool. Nice. Very excited to give it to somebody worldwide. So make yeah. sure mm-hmm. to get involved in the giveaway. It's pinned to our Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And you can enter through there. And get involved. It's fun. Yes. It's really fun. It's going to be ending this week. So. Get yeah. on an ASAP. Get it before you have to say goodbye, buddy. <laughs> goodbye, buddy. <laughs> Bye, buddy. <laughs> Some recent massive digital sales that we want to highlight today. The first mm-hmm. one I want to highlight was purchased by Mr. Squibs. This oh, is an yeah. AF15 SR, mint number 51 for $15,000. He bought it off Vivi Digital Collectibles. Yeah. This is amazing because right. this is, as of right now, this is the lowest mint for any AF15 comic. Yeah. available mm-hmm. to the public but it's also an, an sr which is crazy yeah crazy crazy what is the floor price going for just for the secret areas right now do you know it, it's been hovering around i think seven eight nine thousand somewhere around there it's it fluctuates um so this is a big premium yeah it's awesome. yeah this is a very exciting purchase especially during this kind of market you know you've mm-hmm. seen these kind of sales continued validation for low mint numbers i mean Again, it comes back to demand. And once the demand comes back, people are going to differentiate value and put more value on these low mint numbers. It was a very good, cool opportunity for him to be able to buy this. And big congratulations to him for buying yeah. this comic. Very, very bullish on AF15. Oh, Mr. Scribbs is back. Hi, oh. <laughs> Roller. He's back and ready for more. <laughs> Mr. Scribbs purchases an Aston Martin SR. Mint number seven, and this is the secret rare with only seven collectibles. Only seven, the 007 license yeah. plate. Wow. This is the 007 license plate, only seven collectibles. He owns six and seven. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He actually he commented oh, on this. He posted this exact photo and said, Now I have number seven to park next to number six. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, he might sweep the oh, whole thing. Oh, yeah. oh, man. That's crazy. Now, I'm sure I think Dr. Profit probably owns a couple. He's he not he probably owns a couple, I bet. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not selling this. Let those go. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did, did any editions get held back for this one? Do you know? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I Maybe, probably well, not. I don't, I don't think, think so. It'd be kind yeah. of crazy if only seven editions to hold one back. Yeah. yeah I don't think any were. I, no. I don't know for I don't sure, know. though. I don't know, though. Yeah. No. But that's amazing. 12,000. Oh, awesome. Wow. Next up, hey. we have the partner statue purchased by Tina Sales for You and Name Coast. Partner statue, mint number 1923 yeah. for $25,000 on Vivi. Oh. That's incredible. And of course, 1923 is when Walt Disney Studios, Animation Studios began. Yep. And there's mm-hmm. a massive celebration this year. And they've done a ton of marketing for this mm-hmm. for one for the 100th, 100th anniversary. Yeah. And they've spent a ton of money on this celebration. And this is a very celebrated year for yeah. Disney. And a very mm-hmm. significant piece. You know, it's it's interesting yeah. because I've always debated like, is this more significant than 1955, mm. the year Disneyland opened? What would you guys say? What would you, what, would, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I think this one is the 1901 just because of Walt, because he's so front and center on this one for me personally. I oh, think really? that's the, the top mint. I think. Yeah. Oh, interesting. 
I, I think I would actually go with the 55 since okay. that's what the statue actually is from is Disneyland. That's really kind of what it technically represents is that statue in Disneyland. So for me, the 1955 makes more sense in terms of like yeah. what the statue is. And well, I uh, do I get an answer, Spencer? I <laughs> No, go ahead. Go ahead. See your question. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know what I was going to say. I, 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 I had a good flow going, and it was going to relate to the last point. But oh. no, it's well, well, rude. It's, it's, it's rude. <laughs> oh, Kevin, I'm sorry for the edit. <laughs> oh, what edit? I don't know what you're talking about. This is, <laughs> this is gonna be fun for people. It's this is gonna be really fun for people. Okay, I will say, <laughs> I will say for me, actually, I'm gonna go with 1923. And for the longest time, I was 19 all about 1955, 1955. Like 1901 is really cool, but it's a celebration of just Walt and his birthday. This is like a worldwide number that people understand, but 1923 now has become a very significant year. All the marketing that disney has done for this specific yep. year i mean yeah it's it's become the clear winner to me um but but it's probably close like yeah. who knows i mean really at the end of the day what would people pay for these things mm. i mean we know what someone paid for the 1923 statue yep incredible purchase big congratulations yeah. to both of them they're yeah. absolutely amazing people i had a chance to meet them both in new york comic-con and san diego comic-con and they are the absolute best yeah like, the best and I will say that the market has kind of like already decided that the 1923 is more significant than the 1901 because this one sold for 25,000 and the 1901 just sold last month for just 15,000. So right. just, yeah. just right there. And, you know, we'll see what happens if a 55 ever sells and, you know, see sure. if that changes things. But, you know, at least for right now, it seems like the market is, is favoring the 23. Next up, Batman number one, legendary mint number zero sold for $15,000. To and this is and this according to Candy Digital, this is his the name of his account, Natoshi Sakamoto. I was looking actually looking at this guy's collection. Oh my gosh, he has oh, yeah. so many mint number zeros and ones. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, he has a ton of zeros and a ton of ones. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's wild. I'm pretty sure this is by far his biggest, but he has some big rares, and I know he has a the epic Superman number one of zero. Oh wow! Transition, no, take it away, Spencer. Oh, uh, yeah. So recently we did, uh, we had a crafting event for the Walt Disney Animation Studios Animation Desk, which is such a very, I don't know, I, I really like it. I think it's a really cool collectible. But uh, what I wanted to talk about around this is that the crafting experience has been so-so for a lot of people because at least, I mean, it used to be a lot worse like a couple of days ago, but right now you can still buy the full desk for cheaper than it is to craft the entire desk. I think oh, currently wow. the cost is around $65 to buy all of the pencils individually and then craft it, but you could buy the desk right now for about 50 gems. So yeah. it's it, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. There's not a lot of not, not a lot of incentive to craft right now yeah. because of that. And and I feel like that's it's been the case for a lot of these drops that have had crafting, unfortunately. Yeah, what, what do you guys think about that? The only other crafting thing that I've done personally was the Thanos, uh, the mm -hmm. Infinity Gauntlet. And I remember like being all in on that, getting everything together and putting it mm -hmm. together. And then, like, like a day or so later, it was like on the market for like half of the price, and I was like, "Ah, yep. well, that's nice. fun." <laughs> Glad I put all that time and effort. Yeah, exactly. So yep. now I have like a bunch of like infinity gems and stones, <laughs> and I'm like, "Cool, I'm gonna start selling yeah. some of this now." I think. Yeah, I'm not really fully into the crafting thing. To me, I want something 
Like if you craft it, if you go through the process, you get something extra or there's something yeah. a little bit more special that you get for that. Because I, I just feel like there needs to be more of an experience and reason to do the crafting thing personally. Yeah. If people are losing money on it, it's it's yeah. it's not something that's sustainable for for them to keep doing. So I feel like yeah. they, they either got a I'm not I'm not sure what the solution is, but I feel like they they either need to work on the economics a little bit and maybe they have less quantity of the crafting items or I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure what it is, but they, they need to, they need to make a change because yeah, people aren't going to want to craft these things and it's going to turn into there being less of these really cool collectibles uh, being actually created because people don't have the incentive to do it. And, and I think like part of the problem is like, I don't know, me personally, like the five pencils or whatever, like they're, they're not cool enough collectibles on their own, you know, to want to collect those. So it's like, maybe, maybe the, the solution is like, it's, two identical collectibles that would be valuable on their own that people actually already collect but crafting those two together burns them and creates something new like I, that something like that i feel like makes more sense and i think people would be more into at least i personally would be i think a lot of it too is people buy into speculation and unfortunately it didn't pay off immediately for this one but i do think also it has to do with just the overall demand for these collectibles right now i just mm -hmm. don't think the demand is there or maybe people are also disappointed just in the collectible itself I don't know. What do you yeah. think? I mean, how do you guys feel about the collectible itself? I think the desk is really cool. I, I just, I just didn't like. I, I think the pencils are kind of by themselves. They're not, not that great. You know. They actually sold a, an identical desk on Heritage Auction, just like oh, this really? one. Really? Yeah, really? it sold for. Don't quote me on the number. Please check Heritage Auctions. But I think it was, it was at least like twenty five thousand or something like that. Yeah, it'd be cool if in AR you could. Grab a pencil and actually draw on it. That'd be sick. That's cool, Kev. Love that. Yeah, dude, love that. That would make the collectible shoot up for me a lot. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. Wow. And then you could actually mint that photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that'd be cool. I don't, know if, I don't know if you could do that, but. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They should. <laughs> We're saying it anyways. <laughs> um, so we have a couple changes with Candy Digital with the comic system, which are pretty cool. Um, so the first one was at the getting rid of the number zero mint numbers. Yeah. I uh, I don't know what you guys think about this, but I I always thought it was very confusing. There was a number zero, like it it should just be number one, like number yeah, one should I, be the first. I hate um, the number zero for mint. That yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad they're getting get rid of it. Yeah. That definitely hurt some people in the beginning. Oh, like yeah. definitely hurt. Definitely, yeah, because people yeah. some a couple of people thought they were buying number one, not realizing yeah. that there was a zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I personally was pretty upset for the people that I knew right. spent like pretty significant money on number yeah. one. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't know any other platform that has a, a zero mint number. No. Um, yeah. And there was no yeah. transparency there. Unfortunately, it was a situation mm -hmm. that maybe they weren't aware of. You know, I just, I don't know. We don't know, really know no. the situation. But we do know that it's now over and that number one mints are now the first. But then the other big thing that uh, just changed the marketplace is that you now get packs. So when you get a comic book, you don't actually reveal it right away if you don't want to. You can actually decide to wait. And reveal it later so people are actually selling unopened packs uh on the marketplace which is very cool nice. um and this is something that we've seen in like with like for example on like the wax blockchain you know you know usually most of the, the times you buy collectibles they come in packs like the funkos or or things like that and depending how many uh are minted of certain ones of these uh you know down the line you'd probably be able to make a pretty fair guess about you know how many certain rarities are still left unpacked and then you know, value can be dictated based on that. So I'm sure there's going to be some pretty cool economics that, that come yeah. out of this, like more more further down the line once more and more of the packs get opened. When Detective Comics 27 eventually drops, which is the first appearance of Batman, that came mm -hmm. out in 1939. 
Yeah. We had we presume there's gonna be at least two thousand packs <laughs> for that for that comic. Mm-hmm. So if that's yeah. the case, and there will be a 1939, and it's breaking my heart to think right now that someone's possibly going to open probably, that. Thing. Somebody's probably going to open another. And, yeah, I know. They're just going to get too yeah. excited to open their pack. Might have to. We might okay. have to send out a special tweet just for that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or any yeah, special yeah. comics like yeah. that moving forward. Think you about see the, this the number. Year. Don't touch it. Don't open the publishing <laughs> year. Yeah. yeah. This is something that happened kind of a while ago. I think it was in November is when we actually ran it. But we did a really cool thing with Gamisodes and with Agnes Garboska, who is an amazing comic book artist, um, who's done a lot of uh, the kids' things like uh, My Little Pony and Teen Titan Go. And uh, she's just an incredible person, an incredible artist. But we had her on our channel for a live stream, and she did a live sketch for us uh, of her dog, uh, which she then themed in a comics and crypto spider-man outfit um, yeah. so what we did is we digitized that physical piece um and we minted uh nfts there were 100 that were minted on the game so platform and then uh congratulations to jack wood 13 uh for winning uh for winning the actual physical piece that agnes Ooh. drew herself on the stream nice. so uh davis is going to be sending that to you shortly assuming that you answered his email um please make sure you do that um yeah. And then for everyone else uh, who signed up, uh, make sure that you go on the email and you sign into your Game Episodes account so that you can actually claim, uh, yeah, claim your NFT. And I know we've gotten a few messages from people about whether or not this is legit. And this email is legit. Don't worry. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Nice. As long as your email is from davis at gameisodes.com, you are good. So nice. don't worry yes. there, fam. Yeah. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's good there. I was going to say, also very exciting, though, is uh, Game Episodes just released uh, beta access uh, for the first ever gameisode or for the first ever gamified episode of Inspector Gadget. So they fully remastered the first episode um, and then they've added the gamification elements to it. So you can actually jump inside that episode and play it. So in that email, uh, there's a link for you to sign up. But then also if you go to the gameisodes website, uh, you're, you can also set, sign up for beta access to, you know, basically get, get early and first looks at this episode. That's you awesome. Know, talk, talked to Davis a couple of days ago and he said hundreds of people have been signing up and yes. have been playing it and they've been getting great feedback. And yeah, we're going to be doing something very soon special with them. So oh, yeah. definitely, uh, definitely keep, keep an eye out for that. So, Ready Player One, which is obviously a very famous book and then recreated into a movie, I don't know, 10 years ago or something like that, that everybody likes to com- you know, compare the metaverse to Ready Player One. Uh, and that's kind of what, where things are going. And I, uh, I've been meaning to rewatch it recently. Uh, I, I've heard it from a few people they've rewatched it recently and it like reignited their excitement for like the future of the metaverse. 
Uh, so I, I would like to have that experience. So I'm going to, I'm going to rewatch it at some point, but there's this company called Futureverse that is partnering with Warner brothers to essentially create that experience for real in the real world. I don't think it's gonna be a long time before we have treadmills and, you know, uh, sensors and, you know, all all that kind of stuff that you see in the movie, but it's cool that they're thinking, uh, you know, thinking in that direction. I guess a question I have is when it says ready player one, does it mean like, recreating the ready player one world or just creating a massive multiverse world I oh, it's specifically specifically for warner brothers properties okay so specifically for warner brothers stuff but okay. but creating like a ready player one style you know okay. metaverse environment and experience yeah right oh, so cool. th- th- think about it's like uh you know like space jam if you saw like the new yeah. space jam like when they're going through and uh, <laughs> That movie was literally just a marketing campaign for their IP. That's literally what it is. Was it just for this? Honestly, it probably probably was in preparation for this. I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, yeah, because when when I saw this news article, I'd like we had some kids staying at my my house. There was a family who was staying here, and and the kids were watching it one of the night. And I you know I sat down and watched it. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is like. This is, I mean, yeah, that basically is, I think, a pretty good representation of, like, what what they're trying to accomplish, I think. It's just, like, they're kind of com- trying to combine all the different IPs in one place and create fun experiences around it, and, yeah. I'm curious, though, how it's going to affect the Vivi-verse, because I know Warner Brothers is also a partner with Vivi, so I'm curious mm-hmm. to what extent are they going to allow their IP involved in the Vivi-verse? Um, I presume that any collectibles on the app will be able to use on the yeah. in the Vivi-verse, so... Mm-hmm. When you create all these worlds, you, you're deciding how the people are going to interact in it. You're deciding how they're going to see things. So, like, mm-hmm. when people make all their own different verses, they're probably all going to be drastically different in how you experience them. And you're going to have so much cross-pollination of IP yeah, of, like, completely exactly. different brands. And where, whereas this Warner Brothers thing is going to be just Warner Brothers yeah, content exactly. and IP. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, awesome. So you can, like, interact with Wiley Coyote while also doing stuff with, like, Animaniacs <laughs> and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which would be cool. Don't, don't well, that was fun, guys. Number one episode one in the bag. That was great. Yeah, in the yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be doing this bi-weekly. Thank you so much, everybody, yep. for joining the first episode. And Absolutely. come on, where our VHS tape, huh? Yeah, Get you this. want the elf? You want come it? On. Get, Get the it. elf. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if there's any <laughs> any specific topics or anything you want us to discuss on future episodes, yeah, leave in the comments. Exactly. Yeah, leave in the comments or shoot us an email. And also follow our newsletter because we have yeah. one now. And it's pretty yeah, yeah, newsletter. Yeah, yeah, go on our website, sign up for a newsletter. We do exclusive giveaways and stuff. There and everything. Yeah, yeah. you want to get involved with all that. So yes. <laughs> all right. Very well, nice. thanks everybody for joining. If you're not already doing so, make sure to subscribe and follow. And that's it. That's all I got. See you on the next <laughs> one. <laughs>